Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host who put the nut in health nut, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the first Making Fitness Funner podcast of the year 2022. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, we discussed what is probably the most miraculous exercise ever. So if you'd like to know what that is, check out last week's podcast. Well, this week, just because it, in, when I'm recording this, is at the beginning of a brand new year, and usually at the beginning of a brand new year, we have brand new health goals. And when we have brand new health goals, we set big goals to accomplish for the year. Now, if you want some good advice on how to set attainable exercise goals, go back and listen to episode number five. And remember, I point out in there that usually our problem is we set too lofty of a goal. Well, this time I'm not going to talk to you about how to set the goals. I want to talk to you about the goals that maybe you're setting that might not be as productive as you think. First, the biggest thing that people want to do is they want to focus on their outcomes. And I really think that a better idea would be to focus on what you can control, to focus on your activities and not focus on the outcome. An example of that is people say, well, I want to lose 15 pounds or I want to lose 20 pounds or however many pounds you want to lose. And that's a very common goal is wanting to lose weight. And I'm not sure that's the best way to look at it because you can't always control the outcomes, but you can control the behaviors that would lead to the outcome. The other thing is a lot of people want to say they want to lose weight. However, generally the weight or in a lot of cases, whatever it is that we have as a, as a fitness goal isn't really the problem. It's the fact that we're not as fit as we should be. We haven't focused on our fitness journey. That's the problem. And whatever you're experiencing, like the weight gain, that is just a symptom of the problem. So I think what we need to concentrate on is focusing on the big picture, the things that are that we can control, the things that are big that help us to be healthier and help make our fitness funner. And if we concentrate on those and work on making sure that these happen, then I think that the symptoms themselves will start to take care of themselves and go away. So the first and absolute most important thing that you can do to improve your fitness, to improve your health, to get rid of some of these symptoms is to be more active, move more. Now, everybody says you need your 10,000 steps and 10,000 steps is a great goal. But if you're getting 3,000 steps, 10,000 steps is an outrageous goal. So maybe you just need to move a little bit more. If you've got a step counter, see how many steps you got yesterday and try to get more than that today. Now, that doesn't always happen, especially if you're fairly active. Sometimes you can't get more steps than you got yesterday or sometimes you've just got something going on. So it's not always possible. But if you set a goal to have your average step count for the weeks going up, um, during the year, that will be an amazing thing. Another thing is don't sit for more than 20 minutes at any given time. That has been found to be one of the biggest contributor to poor health. Another thing is that we always want to go out and exercise. You know, exercise is going to be what helps get rid of our excess weight. And usually that's not it. We burn less calories 
on average or the average person burns less calories exercising than they do during their just normal day-to-day activities. So you need to be more active in your day-to-day activities. And, you know, like if you work in an office, instead of calling the person down the hall um, to ask him a question, get up, walk down there, ask him the question. There, hold a walking meeting. Do things like that. If you are not working, um, a great idea is to get together with a friend and go for a walk. Um, walk your dog. I think I mentioned in one of the last uh, episodes that 60% of the dogs in America are overweight. And the reason is, is because their owners don't give them enough exercise. So take your dog out for a walk. It'll help both of you. And it will increase the number of activity calories that you burn in a day. Next thing is get in 30 minutes of exercise a day, at least five days a week. Now, the 30 minutes of exercise, I've said it a bunch of times, you can break it down into 10-minute bouts of exercise. And this doesn't have to be the all-out CrossFit, high-intensity sweat pouring off of you, can't breathe, think you're going to have a heart attack exercise. It can be a brisk walk. Once again, with your dog or your cat, if you can take your cat for a walk. Anyway, go out and do something for 10 minutes at a time or 30 minutes at a time that gets your heart rate up a little bit, makes you breathe just a little heavier, maybe makes you have a little bit of perspiration. That's what you need. It would be really great if two of the times you could get in some kind of resistance training. And resistance training just means that you pick up a heavier weight that you're, you're moving around weight to exercise with. So usually weightlifting, but it can be body weight. The next thing is what you eat. And there are so many different diets out there. You know, you can do the Mediterranean diet. You can do the keto diet. You can do the, you can keep on going with all these different diets. And some of them are are good, acceptable diets. And some are just absolute crazy fast. But what I want to just point out is the recommendation is that you eat five servings of fruits or vegetables in a day. And Most of us don't get the five servings of fruits or vegetables in a day. So if you'll just concentrate on eating your five servings of fruits or vegetables a day, that's a start. It doesn't matter whether you do it as the Mediterranean diet or whatever diet you do it as, but get in your five servings of fruits or vegetables. Well, if that's what you're supposed to eat, then what are you supposed to drink? And I know nobody likes the answer to this generally, but it's water. You need to drink water. You lose about 11 glasses of water during a day just from what you breathe out, what you sweat, what you use the bathroom, that kind of thing. So you need to take in. Now, you take in some of it with your food. So you don't need to drink 11 glasses of water a day. But your eight glasses of water, and that's an average, but eight glasses of water per day, eight eight eight-ounce glasses, not the big gulp glasses, but you get eight eight eight-ounce glasses of water per day. Well, if you just can't get water down, then unsweetened tea is another good option. There are some other good options, but unsweetened, and I don't mean artificially sweetened, unsweetened is your next best option. The next thing is sleep. You need about eight hours a night of sleep. It's much better if you can get consistent bedtime. You know, I go to bed at whatever time, and that's the time you go to bed every night you'll sleep better if you do that and that you get up at the same time you know so that your body gets in a consistent rhythm it's called a circadian rhythm once you get used to it it kind of sticks with you so that that makes it much healthier 
And when I bring up sleep, most people don't consider that as such a vital thing to their health. It's just something that you do um, when you get tired, you try to recharge a little bit. But studies have shown that you really need your eight hours of sleep every night. And whenever you don't get it, your body doesn't perform vital functions. Like as far as your brain, you clean out the amyloid plaques in your brain, which over time when they accumulate lead to Alzheimer's disease. Um, you're, there's lots of rebuilding in the brain and body that don't happen if you don't sleep and it causes weight gain. It causes depression. There, there's so many things that can happen if you don't get enough sleep and quality of sleep is as important as quantity of sleep. So if you realize you're not sleeping really good, try to work on pinpointing the cause of that and uh, trying to fix it. You know, I see people that spend hundreds of dollars on gym memberships or thousands of dollars on exercise equipment, yet they won't buy themselves a new pillow. They won't get themselves a, a better mattress. Um, they won't put down their phone two hours before bed so that they can sleep just a little better. And that is probably more helpful to your overall physical well-being than the gym membership, really. And finally, I just throw this in. This isn't quite as important to your overall health, but it is to your overall um, general fitness is do some range of motion exercises, do some stretching. So if you will concentrate on your activity your exercise, your five servings of fruits, vegetables, your water, your sleep, and getting a little bit of stretching in. I think that if you do those things over this year, it will make your fitness just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, Please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.